Well, after wasting five minutes talking and getting good ideas down, and then realizing that my microphone wasn't working, I have now fixed all of the issues. It's almost like it doesn't want me to make a podcast. Which is very superbly annoying. So, today we're discussing Bigfoot. After a fat minute and a half of no content from this podcast. Uh, So, a year ago, I released... Uh, what was it? It was, uh, five true stories that you've never heard and you'll never forget. It was an interesting experiment. It was probably one of my more popular episodes, but not enjoyable for me to make. So today, kick back up my interest in making podcasts again, going straight into my favorite subject, Sasquatch. And it's going to get weird, because to be honest, Sasquatch is a really, really weird subject. Like, really weird, if you look at all the stuff that happens within the Sasquatch world. It's a bit more than just footprints that they find in the forest and hearing them whacking trees. It's a bit more than that. A whole lot more than that. Uh, So... Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Squallies, um, Saskahave, Saskahaven, uh, Yeti, uh, Alpa, uh, Yuri, um, Not Yemen. It might be Yemen. No, it's not Yemen. It's uh, oh shit. Um, Yowie, skunk ape, grass man. Um, whatever you call it, in whatever land area you live in, wood booger, booger, boogie man. Uh, mm, yeah, I don't know. Whatever name your area calls this creature. It gets weird. So the last time you guys heard me talk about this subject was in was almost two years ago, actually. Episode four. Mysteries of Bigfoot. I don't remember. It was Mysteries of Bigfoot or Sasquatch. It was the Mystery of Bigfoot. Yeah. Episode four. Released August 20th. Excuse my yawn. Uh, it is 11 o'clock at night, but, uh, yeah, August 20th, 2020 was the last time we spoke about Bigfoot on this podcast. It is July 13th, 2022. It's been almost two years. My opinion and ideas on Sasquatch have changed drastically since then, like, major changes like let me get all up close and make sure you get the full understanding major changes in my opinion
I really hope that emphasizes that. Yeah, so <clears throat> that's some emphasis on how my opinion has changed. Fucking car with the shit. Okay, so before we get into my actual opinion, we're going to discuss what has led my opinion to the change. So, since the release of that last episode, I, uh, I heard a, um, or I didn't hear, I've listened, I've watched, I've reviewed, I've studied a whole lot more evidence and videos and pictures and eyewitness accounts and yeah, a whole bunch of stuff myself and just went through thinking of like what makes sense, what doesn't make sense in my brain based on all of what's given, like all the information that's presented to me and uh, it's a whole lot, like, yeah, so uh, it's gonna start with Bigfoot is really fucking weird, like a whole lot weirder than people realize. People think it's just a monkey. It is not a monkey. It is not just an ape, in my opinion. It is way more than just an ape or something that just lives in the mountains that looks like a monkey-human monster thing. My reasoning for this is... Let, let's start with mind speaking. An ape does not have the ability to telepathically send you a message in your brain or communicate you with you through telepathy. And what I'm talking about is numerous eyewitness accounts and specifically Les Stroud's encounter with a supposed Sasquatch in the Carolinas or Texas, I don't remember. And he was on an expedition for uh, Survivor and Bigfoot. And um, he's hiking out of the area he was in. And he recalls, he's walking, and it's nighttime, it's dark. And all of a sudden, in, in his mind, he hears a voice say something along the lines of, do you want to meet us? Do you want to see us? And in his mind, he's like, wait, what? Who, who is this? And he mentions how the voice that he hears isn't his. And it says to him, we're waiting for you on the other side of the hill if you're ready. You can meet us if you want. And he just goes, I'm not ready. I, I can't. I'm not ready for this. And so he just gets one last response and it goes, okay. And it disappears. He tries like talking to it again and he doesn't know how it, he can't do it again. But he didn't bring it up on the show because that just blew his, it blew his mind beyond comprehension. Like, fuck you car it's something that's way beyond comprehension like how, how do you explain that on tv that you heard a voice inside your head that was supposed to be a bigfoot but you, you don't know what it was it sounds like you're losing your mind but that's what he encountered and he doesn't know how to explain it besides bigfoot because that's what happened and it's absolutely bizarre so that is like one thing that I don't know how to explain that. That is just something that is not biological or that that's not something that's 
only biological or something that is fits in within the human standard of science and biology. So I really hope you can't hear that, but that's my washer going off in the background. Hold on, give me a second. Uh, I've come to the conclusion that you guys can hear that fully, and it's really depressing, but whatever. But anyways, um, yeah, there's one thing. That was like the beginning of me, like, diverging off the path of this being an ape. That is, I mean, it, I'm not saying it's not biological i'm not saying it's not a creature it is a creature it, like it it's a physical being that lives on earth has to be because people have shot them people have followed them there's physical evidence of them they eat they sleep they walk around they give off thermal signatures they kill animals they drink water they have dna but what doesn't make sense is where in the where in history do they apply and where do they come from? I do think that they could have come from Gigantopithecus, but my, but what confuses me is how. Like, yes, Gigantopithecus. Definitely. Yeah, it definitely probably is, but, like, my question is how did it get weird from that? Because technically Gigantopithecus has no known, um, offspring or like related species that like branched off from it so I, I want to believe that it's related to Gigantopithecus because that's what makes the most sense scientifically but uh the non-science parts that I'm about to explain is pretty weird um people um, this I get this bit of information from Sasquatch Chronicles, the podcast, and um, according to the host West Germer, he uh, mentions that whenever he interviews people who have Sasquatch on their property or have encountered them and see evidence of them on their property, you probably just heard my chair squeak like a motherfucker. But uh, whenever they're on his prop on people's properties, he also asks like, "Oh, have you seen anything else weird?" And they go like, "Oh yeah, I've seen like." weird balls of light orbs and he gets it a lot more often than he realized and like at first he talks about it a lot where he mentions where it's like at first he didn't connect them he's just like oh that's weird but as he heard it more and more and more and more he started connecting the dots that they're somehow correlated he doesn't know how they're correlated i don't know how they're correlated it doesn't make sense but there's a lot of connections between sightings of Bigfoot and sightings of orbs, and I'll get into that a little bit later when I discuss Expedition Bigfoot, which is fascinating with what they've gotten, but uh, I'll get into that later, which is a very big thing. But there's orbs, there's UFO sightings that go right along with Sasquatch, and it doesn't make sense, like, how, why they're correlated and how they're correlated. Like, what do aliens have to do with this ape, if it's just an ape? What do these weird glowing balls of light that we see in the forest right after we see a Sasquatch have to do with an ape? And what do these lights that come out of the sky and abduct these beings have to do with an ape? It's bizarre that, like, people can say it's just an ape. Nobody knows for certain. There is no wrong answers to when somebody asks, what is a Sasquatch? There's no wrong answers, but there's also no right answers. 
because nobody has any idea and I don't think there's any way it's just one thing there, in my mind there's no way it's just one thing there's so many different variables that come across where like Native Americans have talked about how they like have magical abilities or uh, they do things that we can't do they have language or and they use weapons which is pretty primitive human like but they describe them as like basically humans just bigger and hairier which is fascinating because you don't hear about that a lot anymore but that like if you think about it like if they were just humans we would have known by now if you think about it because humans yeah it would have been really easy to like have discovered like a nearly ancient human species in the wild but there's something about it there's something about them that doesn't fit the agenda that apes and um or the fact that like it disappears so quickly when people chase them like you can chase them you can chase them and they'll disappear and you can't find them and it doesn't make any sense because you can be right on its ass and it will just disappear and you don't know you've never you didn't see it and it just disappeared people think they can cloak people think that they can uh, shapeshift people think they can mimic voices people think that they can teleport there's, there's so many things and you can't tell them they're wrong because we don't have any evidence to prove that they're wrong we don't we can't prove them right we can't prove them wrong there's nothing to do either you can't tell a person that they're wrong and those type of things when they encounter something like that because you didn't see it for yourself like if you were in their shoes you may have interpreted it differently depending on how you grew up and what you were raised with typically but uh let's say for example you grew up in a really religious household and you saw one of these things and it did something that's doesn't make quite that much sense you would probably describe it as a nephilim which are the uh monstrosity children of fallen angels and humans and they're said to be like giant human fallen angel hybrids that are like monstrosities and they roam the woods and the mountains and they're like these weird things and some people think that they're the nephilim or if you grew up with a strictly scientific point of view your entire life and you saw one you would probably think oh it's just a primate or an ape it is a great ape or a primate that is living in north america except for it's everywhere like it's everywhere except for maybe britain or like the UK, the United Kingdom, whatever that bullshit is. I don't fucking care. May, except for maybe there, but they're seen in Africa, uh, South America, North America, <laughs> Asia, Australia, um, Europe. They're seen everywhere except for Antarctica, obviously, because that is a frozen wasteland and nobody wants to be there, and that's just depressing. But you can't like logically explain that. Like you think like you can explain the lineage with apes that makes sense but their abilities and what they can do doesn't fit the agenda of just an ape in my opinion 
So, going on a limb, I think that there are possibly multi-dimensional beings that <sighs> go out on another limb. I'm going to say that the creation of humans, like people talk about the missing link. I haven't looked into evolution this much, but people talk about a missing link. I think missing link is what humans really were and what humans are now is an offspring between Bigfoot and alien it's gonna sound crazy but like typically people describe aliens as smaller and they're hairless humans are hairless and the only like nearly hairless primate or in fact ape that's naturally hairless we evolved to have less hair where no other primate has evolved to have less hair which is bizarre and we're one of the only ones that doesn't walk on all fours and yes Bigfoot is described as walking on all fours and um, yeah we're in a group of great apes but we're just so vastly different than them I mean you can obviously explain where we came from but I think that something changed or altered in the human evolution tree that made us different than just apes we're not just monkeys because we do things that other apes cannot we like how do humans get into the mystical side i mean if you think about it magic is just science that we can't explain yet magic is just science that we can't show evidence for or that we can't test and do stuff with exactly like magic isn't chemistry but magic is something that it's a real thing it fully exists probably and like the supernatural world it's just science that we don't have an explanation for yet so if you think about that bigfoot or probably or sasquatch whatever probably just what humans used to be if we weren't interfered with by extraterrestrials and they still roam the earth but since humans became so dominant their numbers greatly decreased and they were forced into hiding because humans became so powerful because we got modified by guess what extraterrestrials and these bigfoot they instead of going down the like the technology they got more into like the natural sciences such as magic such as the supernatural stuff because it's like it's more organic if you think about it. like if you think about it ghosts are more organic than they are technological if you think about it so supernatural like magic is more organic than mechanical so bigfoot evolved with the more natural organic side of uh, science and humans evolved to go with oh shit bigfoot went with the more organic natural or supernatural organic natural real like less mechanical science and humans evolved with the mechanical technological great big brain science that requires so much more it's like completely different things because one they're two different things like they're both science yes but 
since we went down this path, we can't explain the other path, but a Bigfoot probably can't explain how a car works. Like how we can't explain how a Ouija board works, if you think about it. But we're like creating devices where we can explain supernatural with science. And we're getting there, but the government's not going to fund that ever. But So Bigfoot's been the supernatural science. And man's in the mechanical science. So Bigfoot's in organic, and man's in mechanical science. We're in an altered pathway than they are. We're in two different pathways, but we're both human. Bigfoot, I believe, is like the true human. Where human is an altered whatever we are, alien hybrid. That like that's why we're so much smarter. Is because we got messed with by these big brain genius beings from other I don't know galaxies dimensions universes timelines who knows the future God knows who knows I don't know I can't you can't I mean you can say I'm wrong I'm not going to tell you that I'm 100% right that's my opinion I mean you make a right argument and you can change my mind completely I make the right argument I could change your mind who knows Neither one of us could be wrong. Both of us could be right. Both of us could be wrong. Who knows? I don't know, but that's just my theory that Bigfoot is like this human-like being that grew up with a com- or that evolved with a completely different type of science than humans did. Like it's still an animal. It's still a being that's organic, but they evolved with the organic sciences where humans evolved with the mechanical sciences which is a very odd thing and I don't really know how to explain it like magic let's talk about like magic and the supernatural for a second the supernatural like a Ouija board it's just a piece of wood on a piece of wood with letters and writing on it that moves if you put your fingers on it and you say the right things you can't explain that with mechanical magic like you can't, or like with mechanical science like you can with a phone or a phone. You can write and you can draw on it because you press sensors that detect your finger and those other sensors that send signals to a chip that tells it what to do because we designed it that way. But what if these supernatural entities... I figure out a way to use energy and uh, like energy and auras and their souls to use to manipulate matter in a way that we can't explain but for them is basic like writing on paper or using a phone for them using a Ouija board or mind speaking is like for us making a phone call or texting your best friend because they evolved with that and that's how they see it because what if like all their lives the supernatural is just like oh it's just normal to like we can just use energy to do this kind of stuff we don't have to make things we know how to use our minds and our souls properly we have doves our minds and brains have evolved to like focus on using our minds the you harness energies and use our bodies to harness energies and do this kind of stuff Whereas humans, we, our minds evolved for us to like critically think and for us to design stuff that make life easier for us. 
it's, it's very complicated. I don't know how to explain it really better than this because I haven't looked into it, but that's just what I think. And you can prove me wrong all you want. You can send me a message or prove me wrong. I will be open to that. But that I'm told at the time, telling you this show is getting a lot more comfort. The words, words are leaving my mind. Conflicting. It's getting a lot more. Um, what is the word I'm thinking of? It's not offensive. It's similar to it, though. It's, uh, conf- it's like conflicting and offensive. It's a lot more. Um... Shit. This is going to annoy me. I'm going to have to talk through it. I'm going to pause the recording real quick. I remembered the word. The word is controversial. I'm so sorry if that was really loud out of nowhere, but I figured out the word. The word was controversial. The show's getting a lot more controversial. It's getting a lot more weirder. It's getting a lot more bizarre. And that's what I'm glad about starting the show kind of over again. Theory Podcast 2.0 is that it's getting a lot more controversial and it's getting a lot more bizarre. And I'm going to let go of the reins a little bit. I'm going to kind of just go with the flow a bit more with it. Obviously because I'm on a 20-minute rant about how magic is science <laughs> and Bigfoot but that's only the beginning this is just forming my opinion on it Bigfoot it's ape that is like a supernatural has supernatural um, abilities and characteristics which to me makes it not just an ape but I think it's like a true human and it's a hominid. It is an ape, but I don't think it's just an ape. Well, I have two theories, so it's not just an ape. And it's something else. And its supernatural abilities are explained by some unknown multidimensional or some crazy thing. I don't know. Somehow related to, like, ghost and afterlife and something like that. I don't know, man. Something to do with, like, aliens. Aliens are involved somehow both theories or my other theory which was the long tangent I went on about how humans are truly actually aliens and Bigfoot's the true human and the, the two different sciences but whatever yeah those are my two theories on what Bigfoot is plain and simple those are my two theories love me or hate me on that I don't care but yeah so going into that another thing that really changed my perspective on Bigfoot was um, Expedition Bigfoot <laughs> that show I fucking love that show so much it is by far the best Bigfoot show I've ever seen in my entire life like I don't think you understand the amount of evidence that they've gotten. And I got so excited. I got so excited about that. I was like a little kid watching a, a superhero movie for the first time when it first came out. And everybody screaming. That was me when I was watching a Bigfoot show, man. But, uh, so. To start off, let's just go over all of Expedition Bigfoot just because I need to do an overview. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Season one, they were in, uh... The Ochoco Forest in Oregon. Yay, exciting. I live in Oregon. That's just so amazing. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, but uh, 
but they uh, they got footprints they got hair samples they got <sighs> they got one of the craziest thermals I've ever seen where you see it in a tree line and there's a deer in a field looking at it but you see it in a tree line and it's absolutely fucking massive and you can see like walking over logs in the tree line and it's like crazy and they got some weird vocals from there and they got some weird things where they saw helicopters and they also saw orbs once again orbs and then season two they went to Kentucky for the first part of this season and they got uh, again some really good thermals they got some vocals they got some tree structures and footprints and like things were like something was chasing them and stuff like that and then um after that they were there for like two weeks and then they went to washington the olympic peninsula for the rest of the season and uh while they were there holy shit that's when it got nuts uh hold on, give me a sec. So season two they're in Olympic Peninsula. They uh get there. They uh, get uh rock thrown at them, they get weird thermals and bushes, like they got this massive thermal a bush and they like went over there and like there was nothing there and the thermal went away out of nowhere and while they were looking at the thermal there was military helicopters flying overhead, which was weird. And then one of the guys, Russ, Russell Accord, he was like literally chasing, like you can hear running through the river in front of him, and you can see him like walking over footprints, and he like found some of the fucking craziest footprints ever. You can like see every detail of it. And then one of the guys, one of the cameramen saw one, I think, where he saw like running into some trees or something. But then they had to leave because the forest fires that happened in 2020. I think it was 2020. Those happened. And they had to leave due to like the air quality and the risk of them dying due to forest fires. So that cut their investigation short right as they were on its fucking tail. So after that, season three starts. They go immediately right back there. And they're getting some good shit from the beginning. They're getting footprints. They're getting vocalizations. They're, uh... They got really a thermal of one look peeking around a tree. They, uh, got so many different hair samples. They found so many different tree structures. They found, um... A kill pit or, a, like, a bone, bone yard where it was literally, like, a whole, like... 10 by 10 square basically but it was a circle that was just filled with dead animals and they like took e-dna and they got dna tests and they tested dna from the area and they saw orbs while they were up there <laughs> oh fuck and then while they were also in washington this one's crazy. So, Ronnie and Murray are two of the characters. Murray is like the skeptic kind, and Ronnie is the super boober reliever, believer who's like super into the woo woo, like what I was talking about stuff. So, he, uh, 
they're like at the bottom they're on a creek on the shore of a creek and there's a cliff face on the other side and you're hearing rocks splash and it's been going on for like an hour so eventually like, they look back again and as they have the flashlights at the bottom of the cliff face a shadow okay when i say a shadow i don't mean like something walks in front of their flashlights and you can see it walking other than shadow no there's a shadow but nothing in front of the sh flashlights to make the shadow there's just a shadow that walks in front of their flashlights you can see legs and arms in the shadow and it's big and you can see its reflection in the water and it walks in front of their flashlights and disappears midair in the middle of their flashlights it was the fucking craziest thing ever and they don't they, they didn't have any explanation for it well Ronnie did but his explanation doesn't fully fit the story because he said it was a Sasquatch cloaking that was walking in front of the flashlights. Which would explain why you didn't see the source of the shadow, but you saw the shadow. But my problem with that is that if it was cloaking, how did it disappear mid-air? Like, it vaporized and didn't vanish. So I, I think that it teleported. Like, it had to be something where, like, it was invisible... Or it was like a wispy form and it teleported or it was cloaking. It was casting a shadow through its cloaked form somehow. Because we don't know how cloaking works. And it teleported because it was like, oh shit, they see me. So it teleported. That's the only way I can explain it. Like That's the only logical explanation I could possibly have for that clip. I cannot come to any other conclusion about that clip. That is the only conclusion that I can come up with that makes sense in my head. And I was like watching it very skeptical, but there's no fucking way you explain that with any other explanation. Like, I was losing my fucking mind about it. And then, um, they got that. One guy got some trackers on it, which the hair samples on those, like, it was Velcro trackers. Those ended up being human hair, which is weird. Um, they also got a hair sample from a nest that they found. Um, that was um, orangutan. Like, it wasn't like an orangutan, but it was a orang family. So it was related to orangutan. Which is really interesting because there's none of those native to the area in Washington. So eventually they get nothing in Washington for like two weeks, so they go down to Northern California. And there they get some weird vocalizations. And this is where the good shit gets. Uh, they get thermals. That's where they got the uh, tree peeker. One peeking around a tree. They got footprints. They got hair samples. They found nests where like it looked like gorilla nest, but in Northern California, which is obviously bizarre. Like Redwoods, kind of California. So that's bizarre. Um, they got um, some crazy shit. And eventually, um, at one point, Russell, he's on top of it and he has a telescope that he can attach his phone to and record. He's watching a hillside that's like across the valley and he's super zoomed in. And he like focuses on a black blob and it looks like a uh, bear. But he's like watching because like, who knows? 
all of a sudden this bear, in quotation marks, stands up on its hind legs, and it looks like a person, and it walks away like a person. And I was like, holy shit, like, it was like a full fucking, like, it, it was a Bigfoot walking, it was just something walking away, and it fit all the proper marks, like the 90 degree ankle of the shin, and knee, and foot, and it was fucking nuts. Eventually, later on, they went and chased it, and they found more hair samples, and more nests, and they got more vocals. And they tested the hair samples, and they got a human, a human, in quotation marks, hair sample from one that was supposed to be on a tracker of a Bigfoot. They got an orang DNA hair sample, which was interesting. And then in those last nests that they found, they got a hair from a type of wolf that's only found in Alaska. And it's a non-migratory species of wolf, which blows my mind because how does a non-migratory species of wolf end up in a gorilla nest in Northern California? Which, none of those three things go together. Like, you think about it, none of those three things should go together properly. Non-migratory wolf from Alaska. Its hair was found in an ape-like nest. So that's too weird. Those two things don't fit. But you can explain it like Russia, I don't know. But then, but then, in Northern California, that that's where it doesn't add up at all. So, uh, that's, yeah, that's my uh, thinking on that. That's, then Ronnie comes up with this theory that these Bigfoot wear animal pelts that disguise themselves and keep them warm and they migrate all the way from Alaska to Northern California and they want to follow the migratory route up to Alaska so next season, season 4 they're going to Alaska which I think is an awesome choice because Alaska is a fucking nuts place but uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's a crazy fucking explanation. But holy shit, man, that's fucking nuts. And I thought, okay, I had a really good time watching that show because that was so much fun watching it. Like, seeing all the evidence they got. I think there's a few boring episodes where they didn't get much and they had to bullshit their way through it. But there were some other episodes where it's like, holy fuck, they got some good evidence, dude. Like, what the fuck, dude? Great, someone's doing some laundry while I'm recording. That's just fucking awesome. But, um... Oh, fuck, man. I lost my shit when I was watching that, and I got the video of it walking on the hill. I lost my shit, dude. That was fucking nuts to me, man craziest shit ever and I really hope Thinker Thunker goes through some of the events that they went through so if you don't know who Thinker Thunker is he's a smaller YouTuber on YouTube obviously who used to work as a helicopter engineer who then went into like computer like um so 
when he worked on helicopters, he uh, did uh, like scaling and measurements. So he's a professional measurements because obviously if he fucked up a measurement by like a thousandth of an inch for a helicopter company or helicopter design, people would die. So obviously he was good at his job. And now he, then he went into video analysis and audio analysis. And now he analyzes Bigfoot on um, YouTube. So like he looks at the most popular Bigfoot videos or Bigfoot uh, pictures and he analyzes them based on uh, body ratios so like for example a human their arms are shorter than their legs in Bigfoot they have functioning arms that are as long as their legs or less than 10% uh, difference between their legs and their arms where humans have a 16 to 19% difference between their arms and legs in size. So their legs are 16 to 19% bigger than their arms. In length, where Bigfoot, their arms and legs are within 5% of the same length, which is bizarre. And then he also like goes over the motions of their body movements and makes sure like, it's a real thing and not CGI. And then he also analyzes if it's like moving like a biological creature and it's an actual thing or uh yeah and he does a really good job at it and he also analyzes audio so like he'll take um vocalizations that these creatures do and he'll analyze like um like the frequencies and what octaves they reach and if it's within human possibilities and he compares it to other animals and he's like well it's not this or that but it could be Bigfoot and I think it's Bigfoot but you make your conclusion so I think it's fascinating he also found this detail about the mid-tarsal break in the Patterson Gimlin footage where if you watch Patty's foot, people have noticed that, so big footprints, they have a mid-tarsal break, which means there's like a joint in the middle of the foot, which puts a lot of weight down in the middle of the foot, hence why it sinks in so much, and why they seem so flat-footed. So, um, in the Paris and Gimlin footage, he notices that you can see the joint in action in Patty's foot by seeing her toes in the front half of her foot curl in and making a v-shape and like her foot made a v-shape facing up which a human foot cannot do and a prop foot cannot do naturally so yeah then also you can see the muscle things and he actually came to the conclusion that patty was injured in the paris and gunman footage where she tore a ligament in her knee as she was walking which is fascinating because, like, if you watch it, you can, like, tell something's not right in her leg. You can see her arm muscles and you can see her back muscles and her neck muscles. And it's all fascinating. He's also a 3D model of Patty's head without hair, which is also fascinating to me. He's done tremendous work, and I think it's fucking amazing what Thinker Thunker has done. And, man... If I could just sit down and talk to that guy about what started his story, fuck, man, that'd be awesome. But, uh, yeah, that guy's fascinating. I would love to watch him go over the, what they got in, uh, 
uh, Expedition Bigfoot because that guy does some, some miracle work. And yeah, um, yeah, man, Bigfoot shit's been going weird, man. Because there's Expedition Bigfoot and there's uh, Alaskan Killer Bigfoot where this team is discussing um, Portlock, Alaska, which. If you don't know, it is a whole village in Alaska that was abandoned because within like one night because people were being killed by some giant animal in the woods that wasn't a bear because it was worse than a bear. Like people would find bodies washing up on shore and they assumed that the bodies were being washed down the mountains by rain and into the ocean. They would wash up on the shore of the rivers and the beaches, which terrified the people. And then they would find just people mauled to death and people would disappear without any reason or evidence. And people would have, and the entire town was harassed by these creatures that they can only describe as Bigfoot by having logs and boulders thrown at their houses and they abandoned the village within like two nights and it was insane like everybody just up and left because so many people were dying and it was fascinating I really want to look more into it and I'll probably make a whole video dedicated to the port lock but I just wanted to go over it for a short bit right now but yeah that's my short little Bigfoot talk um yeah that felt good to talk about and then there's the uh, Coyote Peterson Brave Wilderness um, drama that's going on right now where he made a video talking about Bigfoot and he made he in the video he uh, was like in like I always wondered like what if this did really happen where somebody did find a skull and then he continues to go and find a skull so like you can interpret it as in he staged it and he's doing like a what if scenario for YouTube of like what if someone actually did find a Bigfoot skull and smuggle it and what would happen or he genuinely did find a Bigfoot skull in British Columbia and smuggled it to the US Dr. Meldrum has talked about it, and he's was doubtful about it. If you don't know Dr. Meldrum, he's a amazing um, anthropologist that is associated with the Bigfoot world because he's dedicated most of his career to looking at Bigfoot tracks and what Bigfoot has done, and it's fascinating that a man has done that. It's um, inspiring that Dr. Meldrum has done all that, but he's like, he was doubtful because he looked at the skull and he was like, it looks like a cast gorilla skull that you can buy off the internet for cheap. But I wouldn't, he was like, I'm very doubtful that it's actually a Sasquatch skull. And I think it's a cast gorilla skull, but I won't be surprised if it does come out to be not gorilla or like a Sasquatch or something. Which is interesting, where he's doubtful, but he's not 100%, where he wouldn't be surprised if he was wrong. <sighs> but he's very certain that he's right, and I think it's fascinating. I lost hope as soon as I saw the video, which is a bummer, because he posted on Instagram and Facebook saying how it was 
breaking news and it was real, but his video like told a different narrative. So, I, I don't know. I hope it's real. It'd be really disappointing if it wasn't. But, who knows? I don't know, man. Yeah. I think that's about all we have for tonight, folks. So, uh, yeah. Well, if you're hearing this, this means that you made it to the end of the episode, and I would like to say thank you for reaching it to the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed the episode that you listened to. We really would appreciate it if you checked out the YouTube channel at Theory Podcast Official or the Instagram at Theory underscore Podcast. Follow both and turn on post notifications on both so you're alerted whenever we make a new post or upload something new. Also, check us out on Spotify, Radio Shack, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and other things such as Anchor. Also, if you want to have a chance to be in the podcast yourself, leave a voice message in Anchor or DM us on Instagram so that if you have a special story, you can tell it. Oh yeah, if you have a story that you'd like to share involving Bigfoot, ghosts, aliens, anything paranormal of that such, tell us on on uh, Instagram and we'll gladly have you on the on the uh, podcast. You just gotta... Well, text us first, yeah. But, yes, thank you for listening, and um, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.